Hello and welcome to the RDS Study Session, episode 52 of the RDS Study Session today. Uh, I'm Matt Roberts, your host, and uh, I promised uh, in the last podcast that I'd continue looking at this section in the Come Follow Me manual uh, in July 15th to July 21st, Acts 10 to 15, the word of God grew and multiplied, looking at I am a Christian because I believe in and follow Jesus Christ, and that is Acts 11.26. Now, after having continued to study this a bit further, I feel like it's going to go over to a third podcast uh, on this particular section, because now not only am I considering the significance of names, particularly taking upon myself and ourselves as disciples of Christ the name of Jesus Christ, but also the name of the church, uh, as that is kind of another question that the manual asks, and there is a lot of things to look into that. So I'm going to look particularly at the name of Christ and what that means to us uh, today, and then I'm going to kind of, uh, which is a bit unconventional of me, go into uh, next week um, with Monday's episode uh, and try... Oh, actually, I've just realised, no, it'll be tomorrow's episode. So actually, no, it'll be within the week of this Come Follow Me study. So that's okay. Uh, and and go into the name of the church and why that is significant uh, and important. So the name of Christ, as we know, uh, we, have, we witness that we are willing to take on ourselves the name of Christ when we are baptised, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, and renew those covenants when we partake of the sacraments. Uh, we read of this uh, in, in the Doctrine and Covenants, uh, section 20, verse 77, which, of course, uh, is the name, of, is the, sorry, is the passage where we find the sacrament uh, prayer. In this case, uh, the prayer on the bread. And, of course, we know that it says, uh, well, those of us that are members of the church who, who, who hear this every week, uh, and, of course, we do hear this prayer every week, suggesting to the mind just how important it is to remember these covenants and the renewal of them. Uh, that we are willing to take upon us the name of Christ and always remember him and keep his commandments which he has given us or given them. Uh, so we know that obviously this is an important part of worship in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, that being willing to take upon us the name of Christ uh, is something which is something that it should be taken seriously and sacredly. Of course, uh, the, the, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last episode, but the name uh, of a Christian was first originated as a derogatory term uh, when it was first used in the early church, I believe, uh, but it was taken forward as the name which the members of the church would be known by, that of being Christian. Uh, now, obviously, as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe that we are Christian, despite our maybe particular different ways of viewing our Saviour and compared to other Christian denominations, and that is why there are many other Christian denominations, because they all believe Christ in a slightly different way. Um, they all still believe in Christ, and I certainly wouldn't, like um, like maybe others, other Christian denominations, wouldn't personally call anyone not a Christian if unless they didn't believe in Christ as their saviour. Um, now, if we look a bit further into uh, a few of these scriptures here, uh, particularly in Mosiah chapter 5, we read about how we do... Uh, have our, our ourselves put under the name of Christ. Uh, and this relates uh, to our relationship with him when we are baptised. In Mosiah chapter 5, verse 7, it says, And now behold, and now, because of the covenant which ye have made, ye shall be called the children of Christ, his sons and his daughters. For behold, this day he hath spiritually begotten you. For ye say that your hearts are changed through faith on his name. Therefore ye are born of him, and have become his sons and his daughters. Uh, and so here we read about how we become 
or we, we, we bring upon ourselves the name of Christ. Obviously, when we take the sacrament, we show that we're willing to take upon ourselves the name of Christ. But when we try and become more like him, and when we are begotten of him as his spiritual sons and daughters, this is when we start to take upon ourselves that name, that name of Christ. In the similar way that we, when we are born, we take upon ourselves the, the surname or the name of our family when we are begotten of our family. Uh, it is that same relationship. In relation to this, uh, President Joseph Fielding Smith said this, quote, If we speak of Jesus Christ being as, as being the, our Father, we are not making any mistake because spiritually he begot us. No question about it. He united spirit and body, providing a resurrection for every living thing. We do not make any mistake in speaking of the Saviour as our God, as our Father, and also as the Son of God, because he received all authority. Jesus declared the Father conferred all authority upon him, and so he becomes to us a Father. Moreover, he begot us spiritually in the resurrection. Close quote. Clearly indicating here that the role that the Saviour has as our, as our spiritual um, Father of our covenant that we have made, uh, and that is why that name we show that we're willing to take upon ourselves because we're willing to be spiritually begotten of him. Obviously, we are spiritual sons and daughters of our Heavenly Father, but the Saviour then invites us to become born again, as it were, uh, as new creatures, as creatures that have had their hearts changed, and to become more like him so that we can have, or we, are willing, or we can show that we're willing to take upon ourselves that name so we may go forward in the future with that name on us through the resurrection and through what our Saviour has done for us through the atonement. Uh, now, we, we move on in these verses in Mosiah chapter 5, uh, and it talks about, and I'm not going to read the whole section that is suggested by the Come Follow Me, um, but I will read verses 8, 9, and 10, because I think they are particularly important. And under this head ye are made free, and there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore, I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ, all you that have entered into a covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. And it shall come to pass that whosoever doeth this shall be found at the right hand of God, for he shall know the name by which he is called, for he shall be called by the name of Christ. And now it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not take upon him the name of Christ must be called by some other name. Therefore he findeth himself on the left hand of God. Um, again, reinforcing the fact that when we enter into that covenant and we live those, those covenants, then we are found with the name of Christ and we will be called by the name of Christ in those days. Uh, there is a great uh, quote uh, again, this time uh, found in the April 1985 General Conference uh, by Elder Dallin, or present Dallin H. Oaks now, but Elder Dallin H. Oaks at the time, taking upon us the name of Christ. And he says this, quote, There are other meanings as well, deeper meanings that the more mature members of the church should understand and ponder as he or she partakes of the sacrament. It is significant that when we partake of the sacrament, we do not witness that we take upon us the name of Jesus Christ. We witness that we are willing to do so. The fact that we only witness to our willingness suggests that something else must happen before we actually take that sacred name upon us in the most important sense. Willing, and then he, there's a bit of a, and I'm going to jump a bit for later on in the talk, and he says this, quote, Willingness to take upon us the name of Jesus Christ then can therefore be understood as willingness to take upon us the authority of Jesus Christ. According to this meaning, by partaking of the sacrament, we witness our willingness to participate in the sacred ordinances of the temple, 
and to receive the highest blessings available through the name and by the authority of the Saviour when he chooses to, con to confer them upon us. So we read here that there is, um, at the time of baptism and confirmation and partaking of the sacraments, a, a starting, a beginning toward that end goal. And that temple ordinances must play their role later on in our lives so that we can come closer to take, truly taking upon us that name of Christ. There is a covenant path. There is a, a series of steps that our Saviour has, has in, created and implemented for us so that we can, line upon line, as was talked about in a previous podcast, learn that through revelation the things that we need to do. So anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it there. There, there. there is a lot there, and I'm sure I could go a lot deeper into this in terms of taking upon the name of Christ. Uh, but obviously at this time, this, the, the, the members of the church were really beginning to really embrace the gospel and take upon themselves the name of Christ. Uh, and we see that uh, evidence through the things that, are, that, they say, that they say. If there's anything that you wish to share to add to what has been uh, studied today, please do so at Matt S. Roberts 90 uh, with me on Twitter. Uh, or if there's anything else you, that you've studied, please share with me so that I may learn from you. Until we meet again.